Hey, what's up? Eileen here. I wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. Hey, if you'd like to accelerate your revenue through high ticket offers, head on over to AccelerateMyRevenue.com and grab a free ticket to our five-day challenge where you'll discover how to do six and seven-figure days using virtual events. Let's dive in to today's episode. Guys, Eileen Wilder here, and I have a very special guest. Listen, you guys are going to be blown away by Kiana. She is the founder of Invest Diva, and she's been featured on everything like Yahoo Finance. She's been featured NASDAQ, Fox Business. Kiana, I'm sure there's like 19 more places that you, but you're constantly in the media. Forbes. <laughs> Forbes. Yeah, Forbes, guys. Like, it's no joke. Like, when people, like, all of these media outlets call Kiana to talk on subjects such as financial literacy, investing, cryptocurrency. She's like the go to expert. But not just that, she also has founded a movement primarily geared to help women understand investing, but it's cool. She also attracts a ton of men as well and younger people too, who are interested in learning how to take control of their financial future. So Kiana, welcome. So glad that you're here with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the intro. Yeah, man. So let's dive in. So Kiana, tell us a little bit about, about Investiva. Why did you found this movement and what's kind of your goal for people? Right. So I came from a a household that didn't care about (laughs) money and all they cared about was science and education, the kind of education that didn't make money. Like we literally had to talk about pick between, okay, do you want to become a scientist or wealthy? And we had to choose Mm. being a scientist because apparently the two couldn't go together. Um, That was the mentality that I came from. My dad is an engineer. And then I was pushed to engineering school, even though I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, like absolutely sucked at math and everything. And um, I didn't realize I wanted to get into finance and investing at all because I still was very intimidated about numbers. But what happened is in 2008, so I was just, I had just graduated college and the crash happened, the recession happened. Mm. I was in Japan. So I went to school in Japan, long story, but I went to school in Japan. I had no idea what's happening. What is a recession? What does it even mean? Lehman Brothers going bankrupt? What is it? Who are they? Like, who, what does that even mean? I had no idea. But all I could hear was that now the governments are printing money to save the economy. Like I had no idea what any of these words babble meant, but somebody, one of my friends, I was on a TV show in Japan as well broke it down for me and just said, okay, so what this means is that your money is going to become worthless in 10 years time because of inflation. Like, what? Oh, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, supply, demand, blah, blah, blah. Like, or what should I do? It's like, if you're not investing your money and you're just leaving it in the bank because of everything that the government is doing to help quote unquote, the economy, mm-hmm. your money is going to lose its value. So you need to invest in order for your money to start working so that it doesn't lose its value in 10 years. Inflation, it is the reason why like, you know, our parents or your parents probably paid like two cents for a gallon of milk. We pay what, like $3. So that's what inflation is. And that click from like, oh, okay, I have to invest. And then 
I I'm like, okay, I have no, what, what is investing even? So I'm going to give my money to a money manager. Right. And that's what I did. I'm like, okay, any reasonable person would understand that they don't know what they're doing. So they'll hand their money to a money manager. And I did, uh, because I was in the TV show, I had some money and I gave the money to this money manager. Who's like, I didn't understand what he said. He said some mm. things like, okay, cool. So I signed some contracts, did not read the contracts. And years later, um, I came to America, got a job, got fired, mm. didn't have money to pay rent. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to call the money, ma- money manager to get my money out. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, you can get it out, but you have to pay 75% penalty because you're getting it out early. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the point? And that is when I just started like going absolutely crazy. I'm like, what, like, what is this even? And I would start learning about mm-hmm. like, can I even do it on my own? Like that made absolutely no, no sense for me. Then I found out that money managers actually don't even do that well with investing. They actually underperform the market average. Wow. So I started becoming obsessed with investing financial literacy, made a bunch of mistakes, but I started sharing my journey and I realized how women are just intimidated at this subject matter in general. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna help more women as I'm as I'm learning. I started this like 10 years ago. I was like, okay, let me share my journey. Mm. And here we are <laughs> through the oh, trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> but we finally figured out the way that works and anybody can do it. So great. And and so you have like helped hundreds and hundreds of students go thousands through. now. Is it thousands? thousands? You've made it like so easy to understand. I've been through the power course. I think it's amazing. I'm actually making my kids go through it right now. Like, so that one of, how did you learn how to break down like one of the most complicated concepts like in the world, which is like investing in the stock market. How did you learn how to break it down so that anybody can learn how to do it? So that was interesting. I'm super glad that you're saying that your kids are going through it because that was my goal. Like I want it, like high school kids need to know this because they need to start investing early. Like they have time on their side. Like it's so powerful. So I don't know. I think it's, so I started going through the CFP certified financial plan, all these like fancy schmancy stuff. And I was reading it. I realized they are intentionally using vocabulary that is intimidating so that people don't understand so that, you know, you say, oh, okay, I don't get it. I'm just going to hand you my money. Because otherwise, if you understand how to invest, money managers won't have a job. Wow. (laughs) So the certified financial planning degree, like when a money manager is a certified, like you want to go for a CFP and they know stuff but it's their job to make it as intimidating for you as possible that you say i'm out you do it you know best yep i can't do this on my own so i was reading through i'm like okay it doesn't have to be it like this is really like not that simple i had a choice to make so i had a choice to make because in order to become a cfp you have to understand it so i was understanding it i'm like okay Mm. do i want to become a money manager and do what that guy did to me or do i want to educate people wow so initially, it was not in my best interest because money managers make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you can make money in, educate, in education, but I was so burnt by that, mm-hmm. that I was like, why would I become the person that I despise? 
Wow. But that's the choice that I made. Yeah. It and was it, a choice. And that's one of the things that you teach your students, right? Is like, why, why is it better? Let me ask you this. Why is it better that we would be involved in controlling where we're investing rather than handing it over to a, a money pro? Why is that like a better Because they don't have your best interests in mind. They are in the business of making money. And depending on the very complicated contract that they hand you, oftentimes they don't have your best interest. And even if they do, they're not actually matching the market average. Like market average is just something that you can just, it's just so simple how you can invest in it. But they're not matching it because they have partnerships with other companies to say, hey, come buy our stock. So they have other agenda to make more money. And I'm not saying making money is bad, but that is how they make money. Yeah. It's not, it's so that it's, it's not your best interest. It's not about your best interest. So, um, and even if you do want to eventually hand your money to a money manager, you need to understand the basics. Good. And once you, you understand the basics, you're like, oh my God, this is so easy. I'm going to do it myself anyway. Cause it doesn't literally take any time. Like money managers on wall street and I've worked there. They don't, they don't work. All they do is like go party networking, building these partnerships. Wow. Actually, like I, I know these guys, like the walls, the Wolf of Wall Street type guys, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like going, I don't know, like the strip clubs, whatever. Like they have their own, it's a different, yep. they, they, they're not there to help you make money. They are there to build their networks, build the partnerships, build Good. their buddies, build up their buddies. And you are just there, you know, making some money, but not efficient at all. Yeah. Not efficient at all. You're paying a commission fee on top mm-hmm. of it. And if you, for whatever reason, need your money early, you need to pay uh, a penalty. It's just ridiculous. It's your money. Crazy town. It's crazy town. I've actually heard sometimes money managers are, and, and forgive us, if you're a money manager listening to this, we, we just, we, we love you. We love you so much. I've heard it said that some money managers are just product pushers because they're they're making money off of the products that they're selling you. And then there's a back, there's a back end fee that they're getting. So the amount of you pay in fees and it's underperforming because often it's being invested in mutual funds, you can just do better, right, Kiana? On your 100%, own. so much better. Like market average, market average is like how collectively all the stocks in a country make year after year. Market average is 8%. So every year the market goes up by 8%. Majority of mutual funds underperform that. Meanwhile, we have my students who literally started like last November have had 200% return. Again, like that was a good year in a year that people were like losing money. Yeah. Like that is what personally, I, and I'm, I don't do anything to either, but like year after year, my average is 70%, like wow. way better than the market average. Better. Better. <laughs> like, or I mean, just go with the market average. Why are you just do the market average? Don't even, it's mm-hmm. just like, you don't have to pay an additional commission fee to, a money manager while well, you can do it yourself and do better year after year and your money is not locked up. So good. So, so Kiana has this thing called power course. It's like cr- a crazy good deal to be able to, to educate you and your family just in, in taking control of your own financial independence. Kiana, is there any stories that come to mind when you think about your students? Like, and I know that you've had students from not just the United States and Canada, but all over the world, people are, diving into the power course, getting insane results. Does anything come to mind when you think about your students? Oh my gosh, we have so many stories. So we have 
people from like nine to fivers, we have healthcare workers, like nurses who just are struggling with making ends meet. And they're like hardworking people mm. cannot, cannot put their money into work. And they've come in like single moms. Oh my God, we have so many single moms who are intimidated, super scared, just in the, like just getting a divorce with two kids, not knowing what to do. Wow. One of my favorite students, um, Edita, for example, she was getting a divorce, two kids, like bitter, bitter divorce and had no idea what to do, came in, started in, started with a power course and she started making so much money. And then she started managing her kid's account, creating an account for her kids. Mm-hmm. And now she has a boyfriend. She's managing her boyfriend's account. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And they're seeing insane results. And you're right. Like we have students, you can do this anywhere we have Wi-Fi, basically. You have students from Australia, mm-hmm. Canada, UK, Europe, like Peru, all over the place. So cool. Qatar, like literally all over the place. And um, there are just it's just amazing how... Um, it's become a family movement. Mm-hmm. So people who want to actually create generational wealth because making money is awesome. Like Eileen, you're just great at just like making money. And the one misconception about investing is that, oh, I'm going to create a cash flow. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Good. Cash flow is your nine to five business, your high ticket offer, your business side hustle, multiple revenue streams. You want to bring the cash flow in, ideally passive income. And then that is what sets the rich and the wealthy apart Mm -hmm. is that the rich just have the cash flow. They don't have the make your money work for you part, which is what creates wealth, not just for you, but for your kids, for nieces, nephews, whoever you want to bring in. Like I manage my dad's account. I'm like, yeah. I, I help my ne- nephews like start investing. Generational wealth is Good. what investing can do for you. So powerful. Man, that's what I'm, doing. I'm just so grateful that Kiana, you created the, the power course and like, and, and no one's paying me to say that team. I just like, I just, you guys need to know, like, it's, it's just really powerful when somebody can distill something super complicated and give the control back to, back to the people. So Keanu, together we worked in, we created some virtual events to help your students just to help create like an immersion event to help them dive deeper into the concepts. Cause even people who are going through the power course, like they just kind of, they, they wanted to spend more time with you and dive deeper into some of the the concepts because it's very simple, right? What you're teaching, but it can take a hot second to grab a hold of how to choose the correct stock at the right time, right? So will you tell us a little about um, your virtual event and were you like nervous at all hosting your first event? I know it's like, you know, public speaking sometimes can be a little intimidating for some (laughs) people, Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear your virtual event story be awesome. Yeah, so this is very interesting, and I'm super grateful for Eileen because, so I had this mind block that, okay, in the power course, I teach everybody everything. Like, there is no way that I can teach them anything out, anything more, <laughs> and I was like, and people would ask questions, like, it's in the power course, go look at the power course, and then Eileen came and said, hey, Ken, did you know that people actually enjoy getting repetition, like, repeating, <laughs> like, people love it when teachers repeat themselves because it clicks for them. I'm like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So when I was putting the virtual event together, I'm like, I kept like kind of battling with Eileen. Like, I'm saying saying the same stuff as in the power course. Why am I saying it again? (laughs) She's like, you just wait. (laughs) 
And it's interesting. So I feel like the first lesson that I learned from you, Eileen, was that, yeah, people, like, you might know something. Oh, my God, this was, you might know something very well, but other people may not know that. Just because you know that, you think everybody else know it, and they don't. And they would appreciate it <laughs> if you repeat it for them. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right. So let's go and repeat. And I repeated, we, we did a challenge. And then mm. like, am I going to do the challenge and then repeat the same stuff in the event? And you're like, yes. And we did it. <laughs> and people were like loving it. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, I was super nervous though. Um, I was terrified because I had never done... Mm two days of talking wow without a script yeah yeah yeah. i was going i i had like the month the week before two weeks before the event i was like i had no idea i'm like okay i'm gonna write everything because um for me english is not my first language it's actually my third and everything that i do like all the videos that you guys see from me even on tiktok even if it's 60 seconds Mm. it's always scripted like I normally have such a hard time. Like right now I'm just converse. It's yeah. conversational. It's different. But if I like want to go through a Content. curriculum or something, yeah. I have a goal that, okay, I have to do these. I just get paralyzed. Wow. I'm like, I have I've, to have a script. Okay. I would never know that. Cause you're, you're so natural. For those of you guys who see Kian on video, you'd, I would, you'd never know that. That's cool. I'm reading a teleprompter. Best investment I made in myself learning how to read awesome. naturally from a teleprompter. Oh. And um, so it was just, I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I can't just script two days right. of words. words. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was, we did it so fast. I didn't even have a time for it. I didn't know like what, what we wanted to put in it. Mm. But then I just like... I, I'm like, just think about your students and yeah. that you want to serve them. So good. Yeah, absolutely. You've had so many life-changing stories too. So I, I know that every time you get up in front of a microphone or a camera, people's lives get changed. So you were nervous about speaking. And then at the end, you made this high ticket. Um, we designed a package for, not for everybody, but just for a few people who were looking to kind of go deeper with you through a year long experience. So um, were you nervous at all about, you know, kind of making an offer in front of a crowd or did that come easy? Did that come easy? Oh my gosh. So I'm terrified, terrified of sales. I was not anymore. Terrified. Like, um, you know, Eileen, like I was, I, I, I came from the background that sales is bad. And even though I was like right. selling the power course, it was a scripted webinar that I just read through the script and I just let it be like, yeah. Person to person, live sales. Oh my gosh, what are these people going to think of me? They're going to think less of me because I'm making a sale. Absolutely horrified. Wow. Um, again, until I found out from you <laughs> that you're doing them, you're doing them a favor, actually, by giving more of your time, by giving them the opportunity to work deeper with you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, 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 we do so much now in the high ticket. Oh my God. Like I just absolutely love the heck out of our, we call them accelerators. Do we stole your name? But um, we're just doing like, they are amazing. Oh my gosh. Like the results they're saying is crazy. It's insane. So cool. 
So and yeah, they're actually appreciative that I made this offer. Like literally every single day they go in the Facebook and I'm like, Kiana, thank you so much. I'm like, okay. Wow. Chills. So there was a, a transition or a shift in your mind where you saw like, um, no, people actually really, they would love an opportunity to dive deeper, do some masterminds or do some more immersion events or just keep learning. Cause you, there's probably, there's so much that you can share beyond what's in the power course that people are, they were excited when they heard about an opportunity. Right. And I didn't know that until we did the um, ass campaign. So I didn't know what people were, what was getting people stuck. I had no idea. Right. Right. Um, and you cannot like, I feel like it's our own vanity that we think we know what people are, other people are thinking, but we don't. Yes, we don't. <laughs> nope, we don't. <laughs> we actually don't. And until I actually ask them, okay, so what is it that's getting you stuck? I'm like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so wow, I actually, yeah. Like I thought I had given them so much information. I thought it was a good thing. Turned out it was actually not a good thing because they were actually getting stuck with too much information and they were getting paralyzed because mm-hmm. they felt like, even though I made it very, very easy to understand, they would get stuck at one place and wouldn't move forward. They would need that hand to push them to go to the mm-hmm. next step. And then beyond that, I mean, the things that we have in the high ticket offer are not just the power course, are things, yeah. other struggles that I didn't know they had. Right. That just brings the whole this thing together and then we okay. created this zen wealth generator that just brings a whole incredible it's so insane together. it's so insane you guys what Keanu does like it, it's mind-blowing to be honest so so you really found out like that selling isn't doing something to someone which is a lot that big big like we all in some form feel like sales is slimy or sales is manipulative or sales is um, sleazy. But when you really understand if your motive is correct, sales is service. It is. You're serving people at the deepest level. And I might add when you're also charging a high price, because now I mean, you guys heard, you've heard me preach this sermon a million times, but now people are invested at a very core level and so they show up, right, Kiana? Like your students are, they got skin in the game, right? So they are like showing up the trainings. I'm just showing up to the events. Like, would you, would you say you, you like working with your high ticket clients? Ah, oh, they're my favorite, favorite, favorite clients. Favorite. Like I'm not doing anything else anymore. I'm just like devoting myself the time to them because they're showing up. Yeah. And like, it's like seeing, it's like, I don't know. I feel like. I'm becoming a mom again. Like, it's like, you know, seeing the kids, like started like, oh yeah. And it's just so much fun. And yes, they have skin in the game and they are pushing themselves. If it was free, there is no way, like the things that I'm making them do, getting them out of their shells and like doing things that like they would otherwise not even consider. And they're doing it and they're getting like their husbands involved. And then, oh my gosh. They would not, they would not have done it if this was for free. It's great. So good. So Kian, tell us a little bit about your results. I would love to hear like the results of, cause I was at your part of your event and I saw like how crazy cool the comments and feedback were getting. I was watching in the chat, like people were saying things like this event's been life-changing. It's like the best two days I've ever spent, like ever an event. Like I would love to hear about some of the 
results of like the attendees of your virtual event. And then if you could talk a little bit about your, the financial results as well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So it was the first event blew my mind because I was not expecting it. I thought we're going to, at the end of like the day, the night before I'm like, okay, whatever. We're going to, okay. We're not going to make, nobody's going to show up. No whatever. So I, again, I'm preaching what you say. I divorced myself from the outcome yeah. and um, I, oh my gosh, Eileen, by the way, that is like my favorite, favorite sentence. Not, like on top of every mm. note that I have, divorce yourself from the outcome is <laughs> like written there. Yeah. Every time that I Why is that so meaningful to you, Kiana? Why is that stick out because to you? Because when you are so worried, so, um, all right. I want to pause here because some people are like, okay, then what happened with that manifestation? Man, you want to manifest the outcome, then what's the difference? I figured it out because everybody asked me that. Manifesting is when you're super confident about your desire, like further outcome. So for example, that event's outcome, I don't, if I'm just about to go on stage, I realize I'm not going to make the outcome of that event my goal. I set my goal for the end of the year, 2021. However, I'm going to get it, get to that measurable goal. I'll get there. But that immediate thing that I'm just doing right now, the nerves are kicking in. Mm. That is the one that you want to divorce yourself. So good. You want to just show up again. And I'm just literally repeating what you say to serve, to serve and hang, hang out and have a good time. Yeah. Um, And I forgot the question, but that's, that that's was- an incredible distinction though, because people do like, um, you say, well, if you're divorced from the outcome and what we mean by that is like detaching from the result of whatever may or may not happen, you can say, well, isn't that like letting go and not having a desire and not having an intense desire or, um, you know, not won't the manifestation not come to pass, but we would actually say no more of what you're hope you're you're man like you're hoping to manifest will show up if you actually just divorce yourself from the outcome. So have the desire, have the intense desire and the intention, but then divorce yourself from the outcome, which it sounds like is what you did. Before. Yeah, absolutely. So my intention, my desire, for example, let's say last year, so something that I've already accomplished is like, oh, actually, even this year, my desire was to have a few hundred thousand dollar month. Um, in 2021, yep. that was the goal for the whole month. <laughs> and then divorcing myself from the outcome at the event was like, okay, I'm going to make the $300,000 somehow. These people, okay, buy or don't buy. I don't care. Yep. It's all right. I'm going to make my $300,000 somewhere. <laughs> but like that, that's, that's kind of the confidence that I have. Like, I'm going to make it anyway. But right now, these people at the event, I'm just going to hang out with them. I'm just going to serve. Mm-hmm. Whether they buy or don't buy, I'm, I, I don't, like, I'm, yeah. de- I'm detached. So great. Buy or don't buy. Like, buy or don't buy. Buy or don't buy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so powerful for everyone listening. If you are leaned out from the outcome, you will make more sales. And it's counterintuitive. It's not logical, but yet it's true. 
It's true. I think with the human interaction, that's when you want to detach. Because I think sales is where it's at. Because yeah, that's good. If it's, if people see that eagerness, and you make a very good example, it's like it's like high school. Like when your crush sees that you're really into them, they're gonna actually get turned off. Whereas yeah. if you play cool, then they're gonna come after you. Like literally, it's. That's how I found a husband, I guess. And now that's how I'm making sales. <laughs> I, I read the book, The Rules. The ru- was it The Rule? The, the rule. rule? The Rule? Oh, man. It's the one that talks about like how women should, you know, be detached from the oh, outcome of getting okay, married okay. and stuff like that. Got it. Okay. I haven't heard about that. Okay. The Rule. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because I was the opposite in dating too. Like I was so clingy and like. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I was something get cheated on. And then when I read The Rules. But I got married. I'm like, oh. Wow. Life is a constant sales. We're coming into like. I love that. But that that's so good. Like that needy energy is something you do not want to have. You want to have zero needy <laughs> energy going into a virtual event and going into any sale whatsoever. So we like to say, buy or don't buy. Buy or don't buy. I'm good. <laughs> so, so tell us, Kiana, what were the results of that first event? And I know you did another event. And maybe you have it. I don't know actually how many events maybe you've done three at this point I don't know but I'd love to hear kind of financially what showed up as a result of those virtual events so um I I need to understand how to do the numbers but oh my god the first event we did 20 percent we closed 20 percent awesome and financially well because it was a high ticket offer it was a twenty thousand dollar offer that means that we made two hundred thousand dollars the first event awesome and then the second event, because I was now more comfortable, um, so we, we made some mistakes. It. I was comfortable with the offer. The first event, I wasn't sure if my offer is worth that much. So once we got people in and I was like, oh my gosh, these people are actually learning stuff and they're already showing results. I decided to raise the price mm. of my offer to 30,000. So the second event, um, uh, we made some mistakes. In terms of the virtual event, we gave the tickets for free, which is crazy. Like we mm. gave the tickets for free. And so our sales percentage went down. Mean, even though the number of attendees went up. So that was the biggest lesson. Like I was so was like, I just want people in the event. It's such a good event. Let's just get them in. If they don't pay. <laughs> don't pay attention. <laughs> they don't pay attention. <laughs> good. That's a good takeaway, Kiana. Such because I was like even the first event I was like should I just give it for free and you were like no and the second I was like these people have like I just gave it away for free even to the people who had already bought something from me that had bought my like two thousand dollar course right and I was like, okay, these people have skin in the game sort of so I'm gonna give the ticket for free to them any any one of them who got the ticket for free didn't buy whereas all the people who actually paid for the ticket bought wow. Wow. So, so the second time we had percentage wise, it was lower. We mm-hmm. had more people in the event, which was not a good thing. Like you would think like having a hundred people in the event would be a good thing. It actually wasn't because I didn't have time good. to actually spend with them. Good. Okay. So um, that was one. And then the percentage went lower. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but because the ticket price, the offer price was higher, we made the same amount. We made $200,000 again. So, yeah. And then do you remember what you did in ticket sales on either one of those, both of those events? Do you happen to know that off the top of your head? It's just, I forgot to ask that. Yeah. Um, 
No, you don't know that. Well, this the first one we made more. I, I want to believe the second time we had a celebrity who brought in, so we had to pay them off fully, yeah. and then I gave the ticket for free to yeah. the second, the second over ticket. half of the people. So we did it, and like combined with the ads and stuff, it actually it was at best maybe break even. I didn't You're even right. pay attention to it. The ticket, so, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good though. So so over four hundred thousand. If you added in ticket sales, I know, of course, now everyone listening, there were expenses like Kiana paid ads, but, but that's pretty good. 400,000. Like, it's pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> just like, no matter how much the ads were, like, I'm sure it wasn't even close to that. Like, oh, no, no, I wasn't paying. No. So I was mainly targeting people who were already in my yeah. um, right. group. And then we were running. Uh, so for, yeah, because now. So you want to run ads based on your financial situation and how big your audience is. Yeah, so good. my pixel have been in work for a year. So um, I was paying about a hundred dollars per day for mm. two weeks. Oh, okay, cool. For the ads. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we broke even. On the ticket. But the thing yeah. is, it didn't even matter. Like I didn't yeah. really got stuck in the ticket sales because I knew that the high ticket offer is going to pay for itself yeah. way. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I think and I was coming from a financial person, like, oh, we're under I'm like, well, because like the end goal was what was more important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's interesting how some people don't um some people aren't aware in virtual events with this model that oftentimes you will break even or even make money on the ticket sales for the virtual event. So that kind of that's why Kiana kind of she's like, I don't even I don't even know like what the ticket sales were. So that's pretty cool about virtual events. A lot of people don't understand. It's almost like a self-liquidating offer. Yeah. Where you um, bring people or getting paid to acquire the customer. So yeah, that's why don't give your tickets away for free. So yeah, that's yeah. why like the second event that was a big mistake that we made because we ended up like just giving the tickets for free and then and Not only did you buy the high ticket, you didn't even like take advantage of the ads. So do not give your, <laughs> do not get people in your original event for free. I yeah. would highly recommend because I was so tempted to do that. And I did it and it was, mm. it just backfired. It's a good, good lessons though. It's like you, um, one of the things that, yeah, people find is often if there's a lot of people there and if they came in for free, it will actually take a lot of energy. Maybe. They were asking really bad questions. Yeah. They were changing the vibe like you could yeah. tell that this person did not have skin in the game right oh jasmine so <laughs> we should bring her on camera well were, Kiana, were you um were you surprised about the results or how did you feel like once you like had the two hundred thousand dollar day and the next another two hundred what did you i was mind blown the first event i was like what just happened people actually people actually want my people would actually pay twenty thousand dollars for my offer <laughs> I was absolutely uh, mind blown. The second event, so there is apparently the second round syndrome yep. Uh, yep. Uh, that you have the expectations and the you're worried you're not gonna. So we we went. I went in with a lot of nerves. Yeah. Uh, but it, now we have a blueprint. Yeah. We have a blueprint of something that we're gonna do over and over again, and we know that um, at bare minimum we're gonna close 10% of the room mm. if we do it well maybe we'll do it even better next time I don't know you've had stories of uh closing mm. the older room yeah but um I mean 20% for me at a high on a high ticket level mm. right yeah 
speaking. It's crazy. It's so like I, I had the funny thing is again. So because you think you won't do something, um, I would mm. like I've gone to events like Funnel Hiking Live, I know Tony Robbins and stuff. I never thought anybody would show up to a virtual event and stay the whole two days. Wow. And they did. They were literally there the whole time. Like the number <laughs> of attendees did not go, did not drop, didn't drop. So good. And part of that is because your content is phenomenal, which is something that we advocate. You know, you and I and, and, and everybody who's a part of our team and what we do and our clients, like we're not, we never advocate like put fluff in your event. Like we, we want someone to leave your virtual event feeling like, that was the best two days that I have invested into my life and how, who knows how long. Right. And absolutely. Actually, let me say, I feel like this is such a big misconception is that, okay, so if you're giving everything in the virtual event, why would people pay for the high ticket? It's the same exact thing that I had the mindset that, okay, I've taught everything in the power course. Why would anyone? And it's repetition. repetition. They actually appreciated the repetition so much. And the virtual event we had hot seats. Now that was another mm. um, takeaway that, yeah, you want it to be intimate because then you'll get to actually serve people, more people individually wow. and get, get them on and answer the questions. I literally taught my whole $2,000 power course, a lot of it in the virtual event. And we had a get, we had guests who were just phenomenal. Like they were my mm. coaches who came in and taught about yeah. cryptocurrency and talked about, you know, other things. And um, it was all value. And that it actually it worked the opposite of what you would normally think. I was like, okay, you gave them everything. What would they want more? Mm. They actually did because they got so, because they got so much value, mm-hmm. they wanted to go to the next step. So cool. Amazing. So I'm so glad, Kiana, that you decided to like, shake off whatever nerves and fear and live sales and public speaking and English being your third language and, <laughs> and serving people um, like you do at, at your events with your content, with your power course, with your podcast. Like, um, so Kiana, could you tell people how, what's like the best way for people to learn more about what you do, um, follow you on where's like the best place for people to go? I'll tell them in a second, but I want to just say, tell people something. Mm. I, I just like, cannot thank you enough. Eileen. like, you have no idea. Like you've changed my life, not only in sales, like even with like my husband, like he, he's getting scared. like, you're learning a skill. You're getting, you're going to get away with whatever you want. Cause I didn't have that skill. <laughs> you guys, you have no idea. Like the, after the event, I think one of the biggest transformations for me was that I started talking to my husband. Cause it was like kind of pissed off that I spent two days not seeing him. And I was like at an event. And I started like talking to him, the tone that you like, and he's like, what happens? Like, okay, I'm getting scared. It it looks like you're not going to be able to get away with whatever you want. (laughs) So if like Eileen knows the first day that I met her, I was crying, telling her, like, I just don't want to do it. I was so terrified. I was actually crying. I was actually crying. And look at me now, look at me now. So not only I can make $200,000 in an event, I also can get away with whatever I want with my husband. So those were like the two ultimate things. wins. Therapy, <laughs> consulting, all things in one. <laughs> yeah, like, 
the ultimate. And if you want to work with me, all right, let's get to that. I'm all over the place. I'm on TikTok at Kiana Danielle. I'm on Instagram at Invest Diva. Facebook, Kiana Danielle. So it's either in Kiana Danielle or Investi, but there are a lot of impersonators, like a lot of impersonators. Mm. So if you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, make sure that you see the blue check verification thingy next to me. So I'm finally yeah. verified. Mm. Um, you can find my books on Amazon, but the best place if you want to get into just figuring out what I'm, what we've just even talked about, uh, I do have a free training that I would love for you guys to attend. And uh, all you have to do is just go to investdiva.com or learn.investdiva.com forward slash yes is where it takes you directly to the place. But investdiva.com, click on the yellow button, fill in the application, get into the, it's an on-demand training and it's free. And it's so um, buy or don't buy, but buy you'll figure buy. out <laughs> what right. you're doing and how to create generational wealth. That's right. Oh man, Kiana, you are fantastic, phenomenal. I'm just so glad to know you, to be a friend of yours and just thank you for the work that you're doing to change not just your clients' lives, but their whole family's lives as well. So just thank you again for what you do. And uh, I can't wait. I'm sure we're going to hang out soon, but I just want to say thanks again for this interview. You're amazing. Hey, just wanted to say thanks for listening today. We know there's a lot of podcasts out there and you took time out of your day to listen and we just wanted to say thank you. If you'd like to learn how to do six and seven figure days with virtual events, head on over to acceleratemyrevenue.com and grab a free ticket to our five day challenge. We'll teach you how to crush it with virtual events. Hey, remember, the world needs what you alone have to offer. I can't wait to keep you encouraged to go after your dreams. So remember to subscribe and I'll see you on the next episode.